I never thought, Gus, that <laughs> Christopher Nolan uh-huh. would one up uh, driving a plane into a airport hangar. Uh huh. But somehow he's making a movie about the atomic bomb. Yeah. And everything is being done without CGI. Yeah. Now he's not gonna set off a nuke. Obviously, I don't think. Well, I'm. I heard. I really, I really would not put it past him to have gotten like access to a test site or like something wild like uh, that. Dom, here's the thing. Don't. I'm stop, pretty don't, sure. Don't, stop, stop. I'm pretty sure to recreate. Please don't say it. The explosion. <laughs> they used like ten thousand bricks of oh, C4 shit. to recreate. <laughs> I shit you not. I I cannot remember who told me this, but someone I was Dude. talking to someone about it. They're like, did you hear? He actually, like, he wanted to recreate. The explosion. So they bought thousands of bricks of explosives. Well, because and the, the blew bombs, them up. The bombs dropped in World War II were much yeah. smaller than the like, nuclear the, the nukes that we that we have today. Right. right. So like, it, while it would still be crazy, it's not. It wouldn't be like unheard of that he could create or like at least that he could recreate find the means to to do something an explosion like of that. that magnitude because he's christopher fucking he's nolan Chris fucking nolan you know bro. what he doesn't fuck around and i cannot wait for oppenheimer so we've got that Dude, coming out what july july 23rd i think 21st I 21st think. something like something that, like yeah. that end of july of next year yeah which it's cutting it close gus i'm going to iceland next summer oh yeah and it's we're leaving that week. You are? And if I don't get to see Oppenheimer on opening night. <sighs> so there are a few things about this movie that have me very excited. Stoked. The trailer notwithstanding, because it's a very well it's a very well made, well composed. Nolan trailers trailer. always are. They always, always hit they always hit a little different. Like they're they're very well put together. Um the fact that uh this is the first movie with black and white IMAX camera footage. Yeah. That's going to be sweet. He's just always doing things that haven't been done before. Right. He's always... It's crazy. Like, he's really only playing this game with himself. Right, because nobody like, does what he does. The, the only other person that, like, comes re- relatively close in terms of, like, spectacle to doing what he does, I think is George Miller. That's, that's and exactly George, what I was thinking. George Miller yes. makes one movie every, like, 15 years. Right. So, like, really, George and one Miller... Of, and, and every 15 years, one of those movies is Happy Feet. Right. So <laughs> Yeah, it's some random shit like Happy Feet. So, like, is it really a competition? Uh, but, like... He he really only is playing this game with himself, right? Like I, I swear to I don't know what I don't know what Chris Nolan does to like motivate himself to go bigger than what he did the last time. I really think it, it is just it's a matter of him wanting to every single time he creates something, wanting to give the audience something they've never seen before, even if it's a little thing. Even right. if it's something as simple as blowing up, buying and blowing up a seven four seven, like yeah. not that that's simple, and well, it requires and already, a lot of money. But like <laughs> to him, that's like okay, I'm gonna. That's the next level for me is creating that kind of thing. And it seems like it's it's something that he plans out years in the future. Now, Chris Nolan has become synonymous with IMAX, right? Ever since what he did with The Dark Knight. Yep. Where he was like literally breaking IMAX cameras at a yeah. time where there was maybe a handful in the uh, world. Not that many. In to, the world. To be had. And he used like three of them. Or yeah. At least two. He used at least two when there was like mm-hmm. five. 
right in existence yeah like the guy what he does with imax mm-hmm. nobody else i don't know that anybody else could do it at this point like he not he, to the, he knows the format right so well mm-hmm. and and can tailor his movies for the imax screen in a way that right. nobody else does and now to give us a movie partially in black and white shot on imax the entire thing yeah blows my mind it's just it's yeah you're i i don't know that i mean i know other people shoot they shoot movies on imax cameras i I know there are others out there but his like his grasp of the technology which is older technology it's film like yeah it's wide format film it's 70 mil or 65 millimeter film it's not like this crazy advanced tech it's just a fucking bitch to have to use because these cameras are fucking massive and hard things. to manipulate and he shoots like regular scenes and also but like also grandiose action scenes yes, where they would everything. be like let's use handheld 35 mil like stuff we can move he's like nope we're strapping a fucking IMAX camera onto the director of photography's shoulder and we're shooting that shit on an IMAX yeah. camera like the level to, like the the level at which he does shit like that like it's it it's like what, what Killian Murphy when when Killian Murphy talks about being in a Christopher Nolan movie he says he he says yes without reading the script that's like for an audience member hearing a new Christopher Nolan movie is coming out that's like that's my reaction to hearing hey Chris Nolan's got a new yep I'm gonna go see it dude like, we don't, I don't even have to know what it is when it was I first will be teased, I will be there when it was first teased at Comic Con mm-hmm. you and I I we were just like flipping out about the the promotional like images yeah it, it wasn't even it, it was like it was like stills there wasn't even the, a, tra- the a first, trailer the first picture was just like an orange poster with the words oppenheimer and i was yeah. like yep i'm yeah. in and then a picture of killian murphy like a black and white photo with him with the with the with the hat on like that was one of the first things we saw and it was like we were gassed up by something like that i am so excited to see killian murphy in a lead <sighs> he's he's yeah. done a lot with with chris nolan at mm-hmm. this point but he has more than earned his his spot as a lead as a lead in and a movie because obviously like he's done Peaky Blinders which which he's so good so in, good by the way. and it, yeah like he's truly one of the best things he's ever done and his fit it seems like his fit as Oppenheimer is perfect like it, it, no yeah. nobody else now they even like look similar like look at that yeah side by side comparison they look like, similar yeah. I've, I've listened to um like voice recordings of Oppenheimer when uh-huh. he was alive sounds just like how Killian Murphy is is playing him sounds in the trailers it's it's going to be so good and what i'm also excited for before we move on from you know like the visual side of it yeah i think that we're also going to see we're going to see these practical effects on a much more granular level than we have ever seen before right. like right. we're going to see representations of like at the atomic level Right. Like we've seen yeah. we've seen the huge quite literally like universal size details yeah. in mm-hmm. in films like Interstellar. But yeah. Chris Nolan is about to show us something that he has never done on on film either. Right. And I'm excited just to see when you look at his when you look at his portfolio as a whole. Yeah. The, the amount of variance in his projects and the amount of range that he has shown as a director. Yeah. He, he's always, like, you can watch his movies and you're like, yeah, that's Christopher Nolan. He has a right. very distinct style. He does. But he's also, like, he's challenging himself to do things that... Oh, yeah. That, he, that he's never done before. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved... 
um, and and tell me what you think about this. I uh-huh. loved. Shout out to new rock stars. Um, I loved the new rock stars take that this could be his first true horror movie. They like his were his first they were foray of, into yeah. They, they were kind of you know hyping this movie up as potentially like a, a psychological horror. Yeah. Well, because yeah, because Oppenheimer was very once he realized what they had created in the Manhattan Project. Yeah. He was very much, he did not want that information to get out into the world. He was very much like, we have to make sure that the only people that know about what we've done are us. Right. Because otherwise, we're going to have a nuclear arms race on our hands, and it's going to be my fucking fault, because they, 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 Oppenheimer literally is, like, he's the father of the atomic bomb. That's his, right. that is his nickname in 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 world history robert what is it robert j robert oppenheimer is yeah. the the father of the atomic bomb and i think like we don't i don't think we quite know like when the story like what time frame the story is taking place in whether it's like during the manhattan project or after the first bomb drops or both right but i think yeah like to structure it as sort of like this this battle of the mind that Oppenheimer is going through and in, in making, yeah, making it a sort of a horror tinged sort of story, I think is a, it's a great take. I, I don't know if it'll actually happen. I don't know if that's even on Nolan's mind, but I think that would be a, that would be a really, really cool way to examine this specific person. This is also the first like true biopic that Nolan yeah. has done. He's, he's done his work in, in, in a historical I guess historical fiction because Dunkirk isn't like based on any actual characters, but like what happens within Dunkirk all happened. Right. It, it all happened in world war two. Just like, you know, they created characters to fill the space and they didn't like pick out real people who were on, who were at Dunkirk when things were going down. But this is like, like this is his first work in like actual, like biographical nonfiction storytelling. Yeah. And so if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the, uh, at least a lot of the shots that we see from this trailer, mm-hmm. um, are part of the Trinity test, which was the right. first nuclear explosion. Yeah. So that would have taken place. Um, I looked it up while you were talking July 16 of 1945. Okay. And the, um, first bomb was dropped August 6th. So like okay, just a matter of weeks, right? It was very soon after um, that. And Hiroshima I think, and Nagasaki. Happened. I think what's going to be so interesting is, and I think Killian Murphy is going to play this very well. Uh-huh. Is Oppenheimer was kind of stuck. Uh, he was afraid for what would happen if he didn't create the bomb, right? Just because of everything that was going on in in World War Two. Yep. I think at the time. Uh, the the creators of the bomb saw that as the only way out right so he was he was afraid of what would happen if he didn't do it yeah and he was as afraid if not more afraid of what would happen if he did it, right? right but he also felt like he didn't have a choice like he didn't yeah there was no other there, there wasn't there, an option there was no it. option he was right. he was too far into this project mm-hmm. to not complete it and yeah when when they first dropped the bomb like they literally thought when they first tested it, they thought there was a chance that it would light up the atmosphere. Like that's, that's yeah. how little they right. knew 
mm-hmm. about the creation of this weapon is there was a chance that they literally destroyed the world. Like that's what they right. thought. Yeah. And they went ahead with it anyway, which they, right. it's terrifying. Right. And so a little bit, yeah. I think that that is, that's, what's going to make, uh, Oppenheimer so interesting to see on film yeah. is kind of that emotional and mental strain mm-hmm. that was placed on him that he yeah, went through throughout the process. And eventually he, and I think we'll probably see this mm-hmm. eventually he had to live with his consequences, right? right. Like yeah. he uh, Oppenheimer famously had quoted, um, and I don't know where it came from. He was a, he was kind of a, a theologian. He was very, very well read, very well educated. Mm-hmm. Um, and after, after he's a, he's seeing, a theoretical physicist, he was a smart after fucking seeing, guy. After seeing the bomb go off, he, he had quoted an old, uh, an old parable or, yep. or religious text mm-hmm. basically saying, I am become death. Yeah. Like that's how he saw himself after that's, he right. saw the magnitude of the weapon that he created. Uh-huh. He saw himself as death in the flesh. Basically. It, like, yeah. And he had to live with what that was going to be used to do and, and right. how that was going to change the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is going to be fascinating. And I oh, think, yeah. I think that we probably will see through Killian Murphy, like the, the amount of strain and stress that was placed on this one individual. Right. And it's, it's really exciting to see what he does with the character. I'm very excited to it. Speaking of characters, speaking of, I'm going to run down the cast list. For oh you. boy. So we have Killian Murphy, obviously. As Oppenheimer. We have Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey... Okay. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. We're not done. Uh, Florence Pugh. Newer compared to the other names, but still great. Rami Malek. Uh, Who else? Kenneth Branagh. Dane DeHaan. uh, Jack Quaid, who is the son of uh, Dennis Quaid. Uh, Jason Clark, crazy. Uh, who else? Who Let's else? not forget. So far, I don't think I don't um, know if he's credited. Tom Conti as yes as Einstein as Einstein. Uh, Casey Affleck is also going to be in it. Gary Oldman oh my is going to be Harry Truman. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? I forgot about that, dude. What is it with Gary Oldman playing like older world leaders? Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just uh, what's his nuts the the British guy. Um, the British, the World War II. Uh, the we should probably know this, huh? Yeah, I should know my history better. Uh, Does it start with a W? Uh, win, 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 oh, Winchester. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> not Winchester. <laughs> win, uh, win, win, Wingardium Leviosa. Uh, uh, I feel bad that I don't know this. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Uh, darkest. Uh, oh, Winston Churchill. Win, wins. I, I combined the two. You, yeah. <laughs> Dude, what's crazy too is that this trailer doesn't show any of them. Yeah, it right? shows like, we, like we, oh, Josh Peck. Josh, Josh Peck is in this movie, dude. Josh Peck. Holy shit! It's I almost crazy. forgot about him. We don't we don't see a, like half of these characters. And, yeah, which also excites me because I think the trailer probably showed us nothing. Pretty like, much. Like yeah. when it's all said and done. Probably the trailer showed us absolutely nothing. It showed us things we like already know that have that have happened. I like, could see. We I know that see. people are going to construct a bomb. It's right. about the atomic bomb. We know people are going to put a bomb together, and that's like most of the footage that we get. 
yeah. and it's like like these theoretical this theoretical imagery of an explosion like it's not an it, some of it's not an actual explosion right it's almost like like I don't the know imagination that we saw an actual explosion in yeah, the, in the trailer but there are a lot of visuals of like some sort of like supernatural thing happening and and I don't know exactly what that's supposed to be I'm excited to see what it it's going to be. Yeah. I think they could also cut in some really cool, like actual historical recordings and, and videos yeah. mm-hmm. to, to also add to kind of the horror of like, Hey guys, this is real. Like this is a real thing. Um, but I, I also, I could see that this trailer probably showed us like a 15 minute chunk of what will be a nearly right. three hour movie. Probably. Like it, it probably, I could see everything in that trailer being from like the opening half hour, like the first act. Yeah. Maybe a shot or two from the second act. Right. Maybe. Yeah. So just uh, out of curiosity, I looked up who Josh Peck is playing. He's playing Kenneth Tompkins Bainbridge. Oh, Kenneth. An American physicist yeah. at Harvard who did work on cyclotron research. What? Obviously. Fuck? Of course he did. Uh, he confirmed He confirmed Albert Einstein's mass energy equivalence concept. Director of the Manhattan Project's Trinity... Oh, so he was the director of the Trinity nuclear test. Bainbridge was. Oh. Huh. He remarked to Oppenheimer immediately after the test, now we are all sons of bitches. <laughs> Damn. All right, cool. I can't wait to see him say that. Dude, I can't... I cannot... Listen. I also can't wait... Uh, like, already, I can't wait to watch the movie and then watch breakdowns where yeah. it, like, compares it to... This is what happened in the movie. This is yep. historical. Here's what you missed. Here's the dialogue that yeah. was actually said. Right. Like here's how this influences like the actual history. I'm, of I'm the... already a sucker for film breakdowns. Yeah. And this one, I will spend hours just Especially... watching and listening. And yeah. hopefully Christopher Nolan does some like behind the scenes for this. I hope so, man. It, it's gonna be so good. I'm well, so excited. Also, I heard they they used the uh the tech they used for for sound mixing is like 1940s era. Oh, so like nice. they actually recorded all the sound and dialogue on like World War II era. That is cool to make stuff. it feel to, old. Yeah, to, again, yeah. it's just one of those detail-oriented things that you can almost guarantee from Christopher Nolan that we're getting in this you're, movie. You're going to be you're going to be watching this on IMAX while feeling like you're watching it on a black and white TV. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm it's, thinking it's that's be, how it's gonna. It's go. gonna be so cool, and I can't, dude. Like I said earlier, like if you say Christopher Nolan has a new movie, then I'm already in. I'm in. 100%. Like I, I don't have to know what it's about. I don't have to see a trailer. I don't even have to. I don't have to have any context because that's just. I know I am guaranteed something I haven't seen before with him. Right, and that's like one of the best quality. Like that's like I feel like that's the biggest compliment I can you can give him for sure is yeah. that you need know nothing about what's coming and you're already there you're already locked in give me the release date yep. i'll buy a ticket that's all i need to know yep and to know but like to already have all these things like building behind it all this like the like the first trailer being as good as it was the cast list being as insanely stacked as it is Right. The fact that he shot on IMAX in black and white. The fact that he may or may not have bought tens of thousands of bricks of dynamite in C4 to recreate a nuclear bomb explosion. Like, who does that? And just no all one those, but him. All those things combining is like just, it, it's, I, I, it's, July is Injected so far it away. Injected into my veins. Seven months it. is too long, we'll probably Dom. We'll probably get one last trailer, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, before I think that's kind of standard right. uh, for Nolan's work. 
there's really I don't know I'll probably become more excited but I'm I'm already like peak excited for this movie I don't know that I can get more excited but I'm sure something will happen yes I'll see something in the next trailer yeah. that just blows my mind and I don't know like I, I an article I will just, come out that details how he actually recreated the explosion right, exactly. and that'll get me that'll get me just absolutely juiced yeah I can't wait man all right. All right. Gus. Well, <clears throat> that's a trailer breakdown. That's We've a trailer breakdown. Done We've done a few of these. A couple of these. You yeah. also know when we do a trailer breakdown, it means that we're very excited. Yeah. It was we, the last one we did for the Batman? It was either the Batman or maybe Spider Man. Did we do Spider Man 2? I think we, yeah. we definitely. Yeah. That was a we, year ago. Yeah. I think we did one for the Batman. I'm sh- I'm pretty sure we did one for the Batman. Yeah. But you're right. Like, when we do a trailer breakdown, it means we. Uh, this is like a. It means we're serious. This is a, this is a high priority. Uh, experience that we are ready to and consume. I also like it because it gives us and also you guys who are listening something to look forward to yeah next July right. next July right seven like months from now. seven months from now and we're already kind of teasing some work that we're going to be doing but it's right. because we also as as much as we love film we think that there's an art to doing a good trailer oh yeah so when we see one that is well done it, it's something we feel we compelled. have to we have to comment yeah. on it you we have to because there are a lot of uh, shitty trailers out there, and when a right. good one comes out, that's about a that's based on a around a project we're already excited about. The fact that it can get us more excited is like a, it's like a rare treat. It's something yeah, we exactly. don't. I feel like we don't get that often. So, you know, we were pretty excited to talk about this. All right, Don. Let's All get right, him. let's get out of here. Let's get him out of hey, here. You guys check us out anywhere that you check out podcasts. Yeah, we're on. All we are on all of the, the platforms. All of the platforms. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, SoundCloud. Shout out, sound, shout out the SoundCloud listeners. Y'all are awesome. And shout out SoundCloud. Not a sponsor. Not but a sponsor. But we pay you, and you pay do you good shit, and for you us. host our content, and we appreciate that. Because if um, you didn't host our content. Uh, we wouldn't have it. So, um, well, we'd have it. Well, we'd just, have it. We'd, you wouldn't have it. You guys wouldn't. Have we would it. have to find a place to put it, and that would stink. So, we would <clears throat> we would we would handwrite it. Yeah, we would, we would transcribe <laughs> it and pass it out to people to read, like a newspaper, like a like a fucking newspaper, like a fucking mag, a like a like a, a fucking magazine, like a fucking newspaper. A fucking, no, I don't want a fucking beer with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay hey guys right. uh you can check us out on social media we are front row podcasts pretty Facebook, much instagram we're not on twitter because fuck twitter yeah, fuck Twitter's twitter a little less stinks. though that's true twitter i think maybe might be getting better maybe. i don't know maybe not also maybe not controversial take we probably still won't have twitter anytime some, soon. some people think twitter stinks still and some people think it's better now i i i shouldn't have said fuck twitter that was kind of mean but like it does it does kind of stink I do hate being on Twitter, if I'm being honest. <laughs> uh, but I've always, in in my defense, I have always hated being on Twitter. But uh, big, big Instagram guy. Big right Instagram here. guys. Um, um, not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Love you. Love you, Instagram. Love you. Um, um, that's email it. us. Send us an email. Frontrowmedia1 yeah, at gmail.com. Uh, we will respond to it and talk about it on the show. Um, uh, Gus, it's 1059. We got a Chiefs game We got to go, yeah. All right, folks. Love you all. Bye. Happy New See Year. See you.